Hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here. I'm your host for Creation Anew. I'm I'm glad that you're with me uh, for today's episode. Uh, I'm the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana, and I'm so glad that you're with me today. What uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I, I want to read um, I want to read some some scripture to you because I want to talk about um, repentance. I want to talk about calamity and and how to escape uh, calamity. You know, what is calamity? Calamity is when um, something terrible happens. And uh, many times what comes to my mind is we will do something, um, you know, really, really um, wrong and, uh, and we get what we ask for. That's calamity. Uh, and it doesn't always happen because we do something wrong, but that's what comes to my mind first of all. And you have uh, you may have gone through a time of calamity I know I have and I've done it um, you know sometimes it is because I've done something really bad uh, and I'm suffering consequences sometimes it's because uh, life just happens that way it's not uh, anybody's fault it's just something that happens well what's the scripture that I want to read to you today um, it comes from second Chronicles chapter 7 verses 13 and 14 and many of you may know this and uh, I whenever I bring up this piece of scripture I, I, I almost um, you know kind of cringe just a little bit because this scripture has been used so much uh, to call a nation back to uh, back to God that uh, maybe using this piece of scripture might be something that would uh, encourage people to close their ears it might be too familiar and and you might say oh I've heard this all before but bear with me and uh, if you are not a believer uh, I'm gonna ask you to stay with me because uh, you may be able to see and to learn the heart of of uh, of the uh, of the church here, and um, hopefully you'll be able to see that that believers are not um, you know uh, long fang um, ignorant people that that uh, you know go around doing goofy things. Um, sometimes we are that, but but um, but we're that's not who we are really. But I think it's going to show you the heart. Of, of what many in the church today really desire. And I, I think people who are following after God um, are, are following, if they're following closely after God, that this would be their heart's desire. What we're talking about in, in uh, particular is uh, the calamity and repentance of a nation and uh, that differs from uh, an individual. God deals differently with nations than he does with an individual. Let me explain. With an individual, um, God does not God does not judge us. Um, how, how do I say this? Well, let me let me start the other way. <laughs> with a nation, God's judgment is based upon works. 
with an individual, God's judgment is based upon faith. So let me explain that. Uh, what I mean by God judging a nation upon works is if you have a nation that will do good things, think of a think of a scale, okay, where you know you you balance out a scale, and think of a button on either side of that scale, and one button is the button that will push for blessing, and the other button, if it's pushed, it will bring it will bring calamity, difficult times. And as a nation does good works, it, it the scale will come down to press the blessing button. But if it does bad things, then the scale would be pushed down to press the calamity button. Now, I hope that makes sense because that's kind of a, a visual thing. And I know that this isn't a visual medium. So God deals with nations based upon their works. God deals with individuals based upon faith. And what I mean by that is if you want to be blessed by God, you you trust him. You believe in his son and you will have blessing. And blessing there, the ultimate blessing is eternal life. If you choose not to have faith, if you choose not to trust in Christ for salvation, you will have uh, calamity, and, and calamity in the form of a spiritual death. We're talking about judgment for a nation. We're talking about how God deals with a nation here. And so I, I want you to know that because the context, the context, actually, let me let me just do this. Let me read the scripture. It's Second Chronicles 7, 13 and 14. If I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence up among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, that I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. So that's 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. So you may have heard that on several occasions. And the reason why you may have heard it on several occasions is because our country, the United States, has been... Um, has had plenty of opportunity to experience blessing and calamity. Now, the context of of this passage is not the United States. The, the context of these two verses is Solomon, uh, King Solomon, David's son, is building or has built uh, a temple to the Lord. And he dedicates that temple. We find that in Second Chronicles. And then during the dedication prayer, Solomon mentions calamity that is brought about by sin. And that's found in Second Chronicles chapter 6, verses 22 through 42. After the dedication, God appears to Solomon and informs Solomon that he has heard the dedication prayer. We find that in, in chapter 7, verses 11 and 12 of Second Chronicles. 
And then as God is speaking to Solomon, God mentions calamities similar to those that Solomon mentions in his prayer. And and God continues and says, you know, if people will return to him, because calamity comes by sin, that's what we said, but if God's people would return to him, they will receive forgiveness and healing. Their nation would be healed. And certainly Israel has also just like the United States experienced times of blessing and times of calamity and for a nation they are inviting calamity if they continue to do evil now let's define evil here let's define some things that a nation does that are evil um, some of the things that we that we can think of when we think of national evil is injustice and I know there's a lot of talk about injustice in the United States, and certainly we have um, we have failed to be a perfect nation in regards to justice. We have made mistakes, and that so you know we we bear the brunt of that. Also, a nation does evil um, when it decides to devalue life. Uh, certainly Israel did that in the course of its history, but the United States has done that too. Uh, one of the biggest glaring examples of devaluing life would be um, the abortion industry. The abortion um, decision made several years ago that, um, that says that abortion is, is a, a legal um, a legal thing to do and that that counts on the side of the scales of of cursing or calamity for a nation and certainly the United States has uh, has been in the game of abortion for a long time and I find it very interesting that um, the COVID virus uh, going around uh, was so terrible that we had to shut down uh, churches. We had to shut down all kinds of things that were good. But the abortion industry, uh, certainly that couldn't be shut down. That, that's a sign of, of evil. And when, when a nation does evil, it does things like practice injustice when it practices um, the killing of its own population when when a nation practices violence when a nation turns its back on God it's going to suffer calamity it, it, it's going it's it, it just will and some people will say well you know Christians uh, they'll be spared well no if you look at the book of Daniel you'll see that Daniel was a righteous person and he got swept away when uh, his people were taken over he got swept away too he was a part of that judgment and it doesn't mean that he may have done that he did anything wrong uh, he may have not have been part of the national sin, but he still suffered for it. And with Israel, 
with Israel, you see a pattern over and over again. There's a pattern of behavior um, with Israel where where Israel will listen to God's commands and not obey, and then God rewards Israel. Um, and when they disobey, God rewards them with calamity. Now, if Israel obeys God, He will reward them with blessing. And um, we see this pattern over and over again, where there's, there's, um, you know, there's God. God will redeem Israel, and Israel is blessed. They fall into sin. They disobey God. They fall into sin, and they find calamity. And then they repent and come back into blessing again. That can happen with a nation, and I think it can happen with any nation. But sooner or later, a nation that just chooses to turn its back on God will face calamity. We just will. That's just—it's just part of it. And. Obviously, the United States has turned its back on God, and we have done that for a long time. And、uh, you know, I don't sit here and say, "Well, you know, everybody else is the problem, and I'm not the problem." No, I'm the problem too, and、um, I've been at least complacent. Or I've been、um, a willing accomplice to to things、uh, that our country has done, and、uh, I may have contributed individually. I may have contributed by not calling out sin more than than what I did. So, if we're if. <laughs> If you're part of a country, if you are in a country that is experiencing calamity from God's judgment, that doesn't mean that everything that that happens that's bad to a country is God's judgment. I'm not trying to say that either. But if you are part of a country that has turned its back on God, you can expect、uh, to reap what has been sown. And and like Israel. God said, "If you turn your back on me,、uh, then you're going to suffer consequences." And what are those consequences? Well, God says in Second Chronicles seven thirteen, "If I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, so in other words, drought, meaning a lack of crops, meaning a lack of food,、um, it turns into a famine. Or if I command." The locusts to devour the land, which also ends up eventually in destroyed crops and and、uh, and famine. It's it's a lack of wealth. Or if I send pestilence among my people, sometimes there'll be sickness, sometimes there'll be different kinds of calamities that come upon individuals or or groups of people. Those are the things that God can do to wake up a nation. And、certainly, he did that with Israel. So, so God can bring these events of calamity upon a nation, and the reason why he does this is because he's just. He cannot let sin continue. He won't. And if we think that God will overlook 
or excuse, I should say, sin, um, even on a national scale, um, we are we're just fooling ourselves. Now, has the United States sinned? Well, I, I think that's obvious. Um, the, the United States Church has sinned. Uh, many churches have abandoned God's word. Uh, many of them have abandoned truth uh, to to put people in the seats uh, because more people in the seats means you know more than likely more money, more more donations. And there are churches that have compromised um, that very thing. Uh, many pastors have failed to preach and to proclaim truth. And um, as a result, there are many people that sit in church pews week after week after week who are absolutely ignorant of God's Word. There are churches that are run as businesses uh, more than really a, uh, than a body. They're, they're run as a corporation more so than... Um, than um, an entity that is made up of people uh, at, at Community Church of Mooresville and also at Hall. Um, my desire is to not build a kingdom for me. It's not about me. It's not about anybody in the church. Uh, it's about Christ. And and my only desire is to build a kingdom for, for Christ, not for me. And Unfortunately, some businesses or some churches are run like a business and you have a CEO called the pastor and um, he's kind of the, the celebrity of, of the, the church. And I, 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 would, I would rather step down from ministry than to become a celebrity uh, of, of uh, a church. That doesn't mean that if you're well known that that's bad. It just means that you don't, you don't seek out. Um, uh, glory for yourself and certainly uh, I know me well enough to know that I don't deserve any kind of credit at all so pastors have lost their way churches have lost their way here in the United States Um, congregations of churches here in the United States desire entertainment more than truth and um, it's easy. I mean, you, you know, life is hard, and sometimes you just want to switch off your brain and and uh, you know be served <laughs> a good, healthy dose of entertainment. I, I hear you, but it, it doesn't belong in the church. And um, churches have sought profit over truth. The people of the United States, many in the United States who claim to know God, just simply do not walk in obedience to Him. We seek our own desires, our wants, and uh, the things that that we uh, have to have in our own minds more than, than obedience to Christ. So we have failed. We We in the church, and I'm talking about the church, we in the church have failed to love our neighbors. We've made mistakes. Um, sometimes believers um, 
are the most greedy, selfish uh, people that that you can experience, and and that certainly has put a bad taste in many uh, many people's mouths uh, over the church. We've been hypocritical. We've taken ourselves too seriously. We have uh, believed that we simply are sinless, and we have we have done wrong. We have sinned when we face trouble in the church. Well, many times we fail to to rest upon God's principles and and rest upon His truth. We fail to trust God, and we define personal success um, as the uh, the the acquisition of material things when we really should be seeking things above. Yeah, I'm included in that group too. I have done, you know, I. I, I I will sometimes put my desires over someone else's. I'll consider myself more than another. Um, I don't perfectly love people, so I, I fall into this camp too. Now, I I really have tried over the years to uphold God's word. That doesn't mean that I've I've been perfect at it. But we in the church have have we failed a lot. And so when we talk about calamity, and Second Chronicles 7, 13, and 14 is not talking about calamity for the United States, but it is applicable. If we turn our back, God will, he will bring calamity to us. And as we in the church try to engage our society, um, we need to start drawing close to God, because if we, um, if we go haywire, or if we continue to go haywire, we're not going to lead anybody in the outside, uh, the people that are outside of the church. We're not going to, we're not going to be able to reach them at all. They're going to look at us like they have many times, and say these people are just crazy. Now. The second part of this of this passage is hopeful, and when we come back, I want to talk about that hope. So let's uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. Okay, guys, we're back. We're talking about um, we're talking about calamity that can happen because a nation will uh, turn its back upon God. And we've been talking about the bad things first, <laughs> and and we've talked about the church being a part of those bad things. The church in America is flabby and and fat and and lazy, um, and and we don't really want. To have a good diet of God's word, but with that, there's some hope, because I truly believe that repentance for a nation starts with the church. We have to have our act together before we can look at someone else outside the church and say, "Hey, let me tell you how things are done." So we need to repent. 
And as God will bring calamity upon a nation who turns its back upon him, he also is very, very merciful to nations. Second Chronicles 7.14 says this, this is we read it before but let's read it again because this gives the hope <laughs> and it's friday i want to i want to leave you on a, a note of hope here and my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven will forgive their sin and will heal their land now Let's start off here with the first things first. God is addressing Israel in this, this these verses. But what he says is he said, my people, if I, if I bring calamity, and then my people, okay, those are people that belong to God, people that are trusting in him. Those are believers. And he says it again, who are called by my name. Those that have, that have heard the call of God, have repented and have have leaned upon Christ for forgiveness and cleansing. If those people, and that would be the church, if those people will humble themselves, and when you humble yourself, you are you are looking at yourself in a truthful light. You're not confessing sins that you haven't done, but you're not holding back sins that you have done. In other words, you're you're willing to confess truthfully, even if it's really bad stuff. If we will humble ourselves as the church, and if we will pray and seek God, and if we will abandon our sinful ways, if we do those things, then God says that he will hear. Now, there's a principle in Scripture that God always hears a cry for, for mercy from his kids, from his, from his children. The moment they turn and start walking towards him, they're walking towards mercy. And he says it again right here. He says, I will hear from heaven. And not only will he hear, he will also forgive the sin of his people, and he will heal their land. What is this all coming down to? Well, what this is all coming down to, guys, is as I as I look at our country today, and I'm not I'm not going to say that our country is all of a sudden falling into evil um, because. There, uh, there's one political party that's in power, um, or I'm not going to say that we've fallen into evil because a certain candidate is in. Now, there may be more evil deeds done because certain candidates or a certain political party may be in power. But you know what? What I'm noticing over the past several years, it really doesn't matter who's in office. We in the church seem to go back to our sinful ways 
we don't seem to learn our lessons and and we can point our fingers to the nation and yes there are certainly people out there that um outside the church that are not contributing <laughs> to blessing for for uh, the united states but we need to clean the house of the church first and we need in the church because our country is is slipping rapidly we in the church need to put the brakes on and turn around and go a different direction you see the sin of the people brings a national calamity and the church in the united states has contributed to national sin but the church can start ushering in a national healing we in the church can lead the way but we've tasted the mercy of god we know that he's good we can lead the way to heal our land now this doesn't i'm not trying to say that the church is the sole problem for the issues and and the calamity in the united states but we have contributed to it so w- what am i saying we should do from here well it's it's very very sim- simple the church in the united states and and i would say this would apply to other countries as well because other ch- countries are facing calamity too i'm thinking of great britain their time is coming uh if they don't change well the church can start leading the way to healing but in order to do that the church has to consider her part in the sin of the United States or whatever country she's in. And we need we need to repent as the church and and repentance is just a change of mind. If you're going in one direction where you're saying, well, lying is a good thing, lying is a good thing, and you turn you to repent of that, you say, "Oh, lying is a bad thing," and you stop lying. Okay? So the church needs to repent. of of her sin and we certainly are guilty of sin and we by changing our direction by seeking god by by seeking his mercy can start to usher in blessing upon our nation and it's going to take you know humility we need to bow our knee to our lord and say we have sinned against you we need to confess our sins and confession is just simply admitting that we've sinned it, it it's saying hey you know that thing right there that i did or that i thought or that i said that was that was against your word and that's wrong that's sin and we need to pursue god and seek his face we need to seek truth and we need to live truth 
and and th- then that way we turn from our sins we 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 abandon wickedness and is the church guilty of wickedness absolutely if we do that we can start seeing our country get better now there are times when a country will sin to the point where god says that's it now i don't know if the united states is there i don't see why we wouldn't be um but even if all would be lost and we all of a sudden the united states changes radically into a different country it would still be right for the church to confess to repent of sin and and to turn to the lord because especially if all is lost you see one of the things the church has to understand is our only hope our only hope and i, I think god is knocking he's knocking out all of the things that we that we are seeking comfort um uh, all the things in which we seek comfort god is knocking those out from underneath us if we in the church would just simply come to the realization that we don't have we don't have anything that's sure except Christ and, and and if we want to have a successful life here it's a life of following Christ once we start to understand that it doesn't matter if everything else is taken away from us and and believe me i would never want our country to turn away um from the principles upon which we are based here in the united states but if that did happen i only want to go through that holding christ's hand and and depending upon him and guys uh, we may experience that you never know we don't think it can happen here in the united states but it can and and we need to admit that we have been the problem we the church we have contributed to to anything that we get that is calamity and we need to turn and start doing the right thing Now what do I mean by the right thing? Number 1 is the church needs to prioritize and make God's word the only rule book for life, for living. Pastors need to consider God's word as the only doctrine that they teach. we need to reach out and love people and whether that's through electronic means or that's that's through you know eye to eye face to face we need to start telling people about Christ 
And we have every reason to tell people about him because he's been merciful to us. And especially if we confess our sins, we, we experience his cleansing as his people, we can go and say there's hope. Because one of the other things about a nation that goes into calamity is it's going to be very easy for the citizens of that country to lose hope. And I, I, I'm, I'm hearing more and more reports of people here in the United States in the last year that are just giving up. Young people are just giving up. They don't see any meaning to life whatsoever. No reason to live it. The church has hope. But before we can be unleashed, we need to be cleansed. Well, guys, I hope, and and I just want to say this, if we repent, he is faithful and just. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to cleanse us from all our sins. If we turn away from our wickedness, we will find mercy, we being the church. Now, that's hope right there. Well, guys, um, that's that's really all I have for you today, and and I just wanted to take time, and I I I am kind of in a, a little bit more of a subdued type of mood today, and and um, so I, I hope I didn't put you to sleep, <laughs> which which has happened in the past. Um, but think about this, and and one of the questions that I'm having in in my mind, and that I've been praying about, is that God would show me where I need to repent. And maybe there's something I'm missing. Show me. That's what I'm asking God. And that's an okay prayer to, to pray, by the way. Ask God to search your heart and to show you where you need to turn and where you need to make changes. Guys, I want to thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. And uh, if uh, you are listening and you are looking for a home church, I would invite you to Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located at 5830 West Hurt Road. That's Monrovia, Indiana, 46158. Uh, Service times are at 10 o'clock in the morning. You'll find biblical teaching and you'll find people who will love you. And uh, if you don't get up in time, well, I would invite you to try out Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana. They're located at 61 West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana, 46158. Service times start at 1115. We'd love to have you. And uh, uh, you, again, you'll find you'll find people that are not perfect, but we want to uh, seek God's truth and change where we need to change. Um, if you would like to write to me, you could do that. You can send me a letter or a card or postcard or uh, anything like that. Uh, you can send that to Creation Anew, and the address is six one. West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana, 46158. And I'd love to hear from you. You can also email me. My email address is randy at creationanew.com. I'd appreciate that as well. And uh, you, uh, you guys out there that are supporting this ministry, thank you. 
And uh, if you want to support this ministry, you're more than welcome to do that. You can pray. That's one way to support. And uh, you can also tell others about this ministry. Uh, you know, if everybody that listens um, would just tell one more person, uh, boy, that would make that make a huge, huge difference in the people that could hear truth. I am not the the uh, the only source of truth. I just want to be a source of truth. And uh, finally, if you want to support um, with a monetary donation, you can do that. Um, what I ask is that you first take care of your family, then take care of your church, and then you can support this ministry. And uh, I just appreciate you all, and thank you for listening. And uh, you guys have a great weekend, and go to church on Sunday. Go to a Bible-teaching church on Sunday. Until next time, guys, you take care. Bye-bye.